Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Our theme this month is, I mean this year, is uh, Open Doors. Tell your neighbor, say the door is opened. In the name of Jesus. The door is opened. Jesus opened the door. So it can never be shut. No man can shut it. No man can shut it. No man can shut it. So say to yourself, say, my door is opened. My door is opened. My door is opened. No one can shut it. My door is opened. Jesus has opened my door. No man can shut it. My door is opened. In the name of Jesus, my door is opened. Nothing created can shut it. My door is opened. In the name of Jesus, nothing created can shut it. It is opened. 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 And when Jesus opens it, no one can Revelation chapter 3, verse 7 and verse 8. So tell another person, my door is opened. I give glory to God. And then, of course, our scripture for the month. Psalm 126. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Just verses 5 and 6. I'd like to read from the beginning, verses 5 and 6. It said, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. You will reap in joy. It says, he who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seeds for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing. You will return rejoicing. In the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, say there's a returning for you. In the name of Jesus. A joyful returning. I say you will return joyfully in the name of Jesus I prophesy a returning concerning you a joyful returning in the name of Jesus I prophesy you will return you will return you will return in the name of Jesus and more so joyfully in the name of Jesus you will definitely come back rejoicing in the name of Jesus you will return you will come back you will be rejoicing you will rejoice 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 in the name of Jesus now say I am coming back rejoicing for every seed I've sown I will come back rejoicing I will return Rejoicing, I will reap in joy, in joy, in joy, in joy, in the name of Jesus. I will return joyful testimonies in the name of Jesus. If you mean it, something must have started by now. I will return, I will return, I will return. Joyful testimonies. In the name of Jesus, I will return. 
I will return. I will return. Joyful testimonies in the name of Jesus. I will return. I will return. Joyful testimonies in the name of Jesus. I will return. I will return. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. So that's what I'm talking about. Please open your Bible with me to 2 Kings chapter 4. If, you, if there's strife in your home, let that be the first assignment. Quench it today. Make sure you quench it. If there's something the devil uses to trigger anger in your home, decide when I'm living here joyfully, that thing will never cause me anger again. In the name of Jesus, that, begins, that becomes the first breakthrough for your usual life henceforth in Jesus' name. I mean it. Because your home is a place you cannot run away from. Outside your home, if it's your office space, your market space, where you always will find yourself, and something triggers anger and offense and unforgiveness, say, today, in the name of Jesus, I will destroy that seed. By the help of the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus, I will rise up from here joyfully. I will return with testimony. In Jesus' name, I feel the fire here. Tell your neighbor, say, are you ready for a miracle? In the name of Jesus. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. Second Kings chapter 4. Somebody will see what you have never seen before. And it should be a door. If I've never seen before, that means that you have not walked this path before. And you will walk through that door. In the name of Jesus. And guess what? God will be glorified. That means that you will be blessed and you become a blessing to humanity straight away. In the name of Jesus. Your life has changed. In the name of Jesus. Isn't God faithful? Second Kings chapter 4. Amen. Second Kings chapter 4. Yes. A certain one of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slave. That is the guy that loaned the man money that he couldn't pay before he died. So Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar. Of oil. Then he said, Go borrow. That means that go take what you will return. That's borrow. So go take what you don't have that others have that they can release to you, which you will definitely return to them. So go borrow. Go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. I hope somebody knows that. Don't expect something small this morning. I beg in the name of Jesus, don't you change yourself. If you are familiar with me, say, Jesus, Jesus, listen to me, not Pastor Taiwo. Because really, it's not Pastor Taiwo. If it's not Pastor Taiwo, do you want to slap me? Say, slap me. Uh, no, if you do that, you won't get disabuse of mine. Don't think small. Today. <laughs> Within the next 20 minutes. In the name of Jesus. 
Why is this so confident? Because I was sent. And I am sent. This morning I am sent particularly to announce to you your miracle is here. In the name of Jesus, he's here. <laughs> Hallelujah. And when you have come in verse 4, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is another, I mean, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons leave. This is the word, leave. Leave. Leave on the rest. It didn't say, get fed on the rest. Leave on the rest. So, um, a theme for the month is supernatural harvest. And sincerely, I didn't know where the Holy Ghost would lead me when it was telling me supernatural harvest for the month. But I, 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 I respect God more every day than the, the previous day uh, is too much. From the beginning of the month, I've been here, I'm talking about the open doors, and I'm not true with it yet. Every time I'm coming to church, it tells me what to say. Then when this one came out, I was like, so what I want to preach about it and harvest. And it keeps on giving me stuff. And by the way, so you know, the man can't believe it. So that's what we want him to talk in our church. And I was thinking, what am I going to preach? He said, you already have the message for the month. It's true. Now, can you imagine the woman, the widow? I'm talking supernatural harvest. That's our thing. Maybe I should start from this. If you believe what God is saying for the month, you must believe in harvesting. And there are laws that guide harvesting. And if you believe in what God is saying, you must believe in the supernatural. Because it's not just harvest this month. It's supernatural harvest. On Sunday, we looked at it generally, and I zeroed in on the supernatural aspect when I started telling them about how do you explain the kind of harvest that came to Abraham? It was beyond planting and reaping. Given the planting and reaping, you don't, you don't reap exactly what you plant, you reap much more, even the Bible says that. But it was much more than that in the life of Abraham. It was much more, I mean, what happened to Abraham and next to Isaac and next to Jacob and next to Joseph, everyone mentioned with the covenant, everyone on whom the button of leading the covenant fell on, what happened to them were supernatural. They could not be, you could not, and far off now, you can't explain it by any natural law or scientific law. And yet, this law will work. And that's why I'm confident that today there will be a good dosage of the supernatural. So, see what happened here. The man died. Now, we're not told the name of the man, but he was a prophet. Scholars will have us believe that that must have been Obadiah. 
And what Obadiah brother did, Obadiah actually served in the palace of Jezebel and Ahab. Okay? And one of the things that the Bible tell, I mean, tells us that he did was when Jezebel would kill all the prophets of God and priests of God, Obadiah would pack a number of them and hide them. I think he hid about 100 of them in caves and fed them throughout all this college and the time of the trouble. And nobody knew they were there. So invariably, when after there's so much persecution and Elijah, uh, 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 was it Elijah, Elijah, no, Elijah, Elijah. And Elijah now was, was, was escaping uh, from Jezebel. He made a careless statement, which we all do. God have mercy on us. Uh, because we are all human beings. He said, look, they killed all your prophets. It really was, it really was boring for what was happening. They became emotional about it. Big cloud spirituality. When you get too emotional, you doubt spiritualism. You doubt the spirit, as it, as it were. Let me put it that way. You disturb the Holy Ghost from working. See what he said. He said, they've killed all your prophets. True. I'm the only one left. Not true. What about the 50-50 that uh, I hid? That was just about that. What about others we didn't know? God said, mm -mm 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 -mm. There are 7,000 in this land that I that have not bowed their knees. So it's not only you. Hello? So, and Obadiah must have been one of those that made that statement true. Okay, here what happened to. Uh, my Bible flipping this way now. Good. Yes. So now. The man had died, and then it was owing. Then the creditors came, and when they troubled her so much, a widow, struggling, farming, and there was farming. And they said, waiting for this one, she will never pay. No, we're going to do, let's seize her two sons, and let them go do some hard labor for us, so that we'll pay. So let's get them to go farm, or let them to go do some stuff, and for certain years, let them serve for years. In those days, you serve with your, your, your energy and your years. Like Jacob wanting to marry Rachel. He worked for seven years. Remember this story? Yes, so you do that in lieu of money. And when, they now, when the man cheated him, he said, no, it's Rachel I want. Say another seven years. He served for 14 years. So that was the kind of thing. They were going to pick these two boys to go and serve to pay the debt. And the woman just thought, that would be suicidal for me. This, this, this is all I have. If these two guys leave, <sighs> husband gone, they want to take the two sons away. What? I'm old. So she ran to the prophet of God. Now, let me tell you what running to the prophet means. It's not running to prophets now. You're looking for trouble if you do that. Prophets were the source of the word. That time, there were no things like this. God will only speak through the prophet. Today God, and see, Hebrews chapter 1 says, God who at sundry times has spoken to us through the prophets. Today he's doing what? Speaking to us through what? His son, Jesus. And, 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 and what does the Bible say about his son? He's the word. So if you're running from Orioke to Orioke, you're looking for trouble. You'll be controlled. But whatever spirit is controlling the prophet, and there are many prophets today that are not controlled by the Holy Ghost. They are controlled by the spirit of divinity. Did you hear me? Divinity. You want to try it? I can prove it to you. You say what? 
fast and fast, fast, biri biri. Forget the word. Don't dwell on the word. Just fast. Not for the word, just fast. Live your normal life, just fast. And I will fufu or biri biri. Not the word. You will see. You will hear. Baba was too fast. What are we talking about? Which doctors fast? They pray. So who do they pray to? And in this age and time when everybody bears pastor, Baba Lawo will say pastor and people go to gather there. I'm not joking, it's the truth. That's why you must get into the word for yourself. So she ran to the prophet. She was looking for the word. And the prophet said to her, after she has told you the prophet what was happening, Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Looks like a very funny question. She just said, your servant, my husband, is dead. So assuming that he knew the servant, so Elisha knew who she was talking about, so he knew her. Uh, and you know, that the servant feared the Lord. So Elisha knew the man. Uh, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Now he now says, what shall I do for you? Ah. What will you say? No, talk. Hallelujah. And then fully talk with the second question. What do you have in the house? Can I take it from there, ladies and gentlemen? What's your problem? What is eating you up? What have you lost? What are you looking for? What's, what is it in life that you think you should have attained but seem elusive? So the question is what, what, what? The second question, what do you have? Praise the Lord. Your hallelujah is weak. So what do you have in your life? What do you have in your house? What do you have in your business? Uh, see, I don't have anything. I did this. Okay, I hear you. What do you want? And what do you have? So the first thing you realize is this. God is not as much interested in what you don't have as what you have. Really? Yes. They want to take my two sons. We have nothing. I say, what do you want? And what do you have? Don't tell me you have nothing. She just said, no, she replied, I have nothing. Come on. And she said, your maid servant has what? Come on, help me read. Have you, have you gone back to work or gone back to bed? And she said, your maid servant has what? In the house. But... So I want to dwell on that statement for the next two minutes before I continue. You are looking for something that is amiss in your life, something that you've struggled to get, you've never been able to get, but which is needed for your destiny or needed for your assignment in life. And something that you think, look, is gone, or you have lost it, and you are desperate, you need it. I know you need it. So you are, and, and I'm asking, talking on behalf of him that has sent me, what do you want us to do? And the next thing I'm asking you is that, 
what do you have? I know you've come for what you don't have. You come for what you lack. But what do you have? It's a month of supernatural harvest. Praise the Lord. And I like the answer. Nothing but. I'm interested in the but. Moses completed everything he wanted. Gave every reason why he would not go to Israel. God said, what's in your hand? My hand? A staff. Shepherd's staff. He said, drop it on the ground. Boom. Hey! Oh, so you have something. Men major on what they don't have. Whereas God majors on what you have. Because when you, when, if you don't have a thousand things and have just half a thing, for that half a thing, the way you approach God will be different. You are too quiet for me now. You will not go to God in a judgment. You will not go to God grumbling. You will not go to God sad. You go to God with thanksgiving. You go to God with praises. When people praise God, the ground produces. You will not go to God crying. Complaining. What a useless daughter. What a stupid mother-in-law. What a hopeless parent. What a... Uh -uh. Why don't you thank God that he gave birth to you? And see whether from there... <laughs> what do you have? It's back to the principle of seed and harvest. For any assignment in your life, for any miracle you are looking for, look for the seed. And again, if you are going to go by this principle, what gave her the audacity or the boldness to run to the prophet? Say, see, prophet, prophet. Why? Because the husband did something good. Do you know that if you plant a seed in the kingdom, which by, 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 by the way is the fundamental principle of the kingdom, you will repeat in your life, you will repeat after you are gone. Posterity will never stop reaping. You plant a seed, good or bad. And planting of seed is not a celebration time. It's never a celebration happening when you're planting a seed. As a matter of fact, most seeds are planted in secret. But they have a success in the public. Hello? And you know that your servant served the Lord with everything, with all his heart. So what do you want? What do you have? And where did he bring the solution from? From what she had. <laughs> Come on, somebody hearing me. From what she had. You know, people are more interested in what they don't have. People are always covetous of another person's car. Another person's house. Oh, their children are doing better. Oh, see, they see their group of friends. See this. People are never appreciative of what God is doing in their lives. See what her husband is doing for her. Um, his husband is doing for her. What have you done for me? Maybe somebody, maybe somebody else is trying to seduce your husband there. As children of the kingdom, start with what you have. That's the principle. All the billionaires here, how come they're not doing anything? What's the problem with billionaires? All I have is just a few thousands. Why don't you start with a few thousands? Find the seed in your few thousands. And let's see whether you will remain like that the rest of your life. And what about others? What's your business with others? We're talking about you and God. 
She went to the prophet. She wasn't complaining herself with anybody at that time. Okay, fine. Let's start with what you have. You know what? Because you have this, can you go borrow? Go borrow. Borrow what? Vessels. Aha. Go borrow vessels. Go borrow vessels from all your neighbors. And here, as many as you can. Come on, somebody hearing me. Now, don't let your state define your life. Because you are in poverty and you are in penury, chances are all you're going to get, all you're going to borrow will be just this one. And he said, hey, from all your neighbors, borrow all the vessels. And when he was moving, he said, please, do not borrow few. Don't let your poverty now define the rest of your life. Do not borrow a few. Let your mindset be the kingdom mindset, not your problem mindset. You are getting over what you are looking for this morning in the name of Jesus. You see and harvest. Pastor, what if I'm believing God for a healing miracle? What's the seed? By strength I am healed. That's the word. So, oh, I feel the fire. Not, <laughs> would this kill me? Am I going to die? Would this, would this? Hey! That's the wrong mindset. Start with what you have. You have his word. I will see my children's children. In the name of Jesus. The door is open. No man can shut it. In the name of Jesus. Start with what you have. Stop complaining. Eh, all of them. Eh, they have this. They have that. That's why you are where you are. You have been there 20 years ago. You are still there. You are the chief complainer. Don't you think it's time to change? Not a few. And when you have, and then she went. And she came back, he said, Go shut the door. Take your sons and shut the door behind you. Keep the eyes of the world away. You are not thinking the same way. You have come into the kingdom for solution. So focus on the kingdom. So, what are you going to do? The small jar of oil you have, feed the rest, feed every jar. So he said, my son, bring the first one. The rest say, he filled to overflow. Second one, overflow. Third one, overflow. <laughs> hey, that's the kingdom, supernatural. Three from overflow. Hundred from overflow. Thousand one, overflow. Ten thousand one, overflow. But you came, you said you had nothing but the oil. You have something. He said, bring the next one. He said, everything is full. Everything was filled to overflow. God is still in the business of filling your life to overflow. Is somebody hearing me? Tell your neighbor, say overflow. Now, what was it? Tell me the seed in this miracle. This small jar of oil. She brought it. What did she get? Overflow. He said, go sell it. Pay the debt. And eat the rest. Is that what he said? He said, leave on there. That means that that jar will never finish. By the time she's finished selling and return the other people's jars, she's going to acquire more jars. Just keep on pouring. Just keep on pouring. As long as your faith in what you receive is still standing, keep on pouring. 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 Keep on 
pouring in the name of Jesus and keep on pouring. Keep on pouring. Believe. Keep on pouring. Don't one day doubt it. There will be an overflow in the name of Jesus. There will be overflow. There will be overflow. Did you get it? Start with what you have. At least you can appreciate God for what you have. You are alive. You are well. Tell your neighbor, say you will return. Joyfully. In the name of Jesus. Say it again like you mean it. Come on. Say it again like you mean it. In the name of Jesus, you will return. Joyfully. 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 You will return. In the name of Jesus. Joyfully. Joyfully. You will return. Now, I believe that they were prophesying heartily. But again, you don't know whether they were not thinking of the food they are going to eat after this. So say, I will return. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Joyfully. I will return. I will return. I will return. I will return. The axe head will float. In the name of Jesus, I will return. Woo. There is a lot of lesson there. So a lot of times you'll be crying, God, why don't you give me all the what they have? God said, but that's not your main focus. That's his main focus. That's why she has a lot of those bags. It's not your focus. Those bags for you will be a means to where you're going. Why do you want to become like him? So you can borrow and return and solve the problem at this stage so you can climb your next stage. So why do you want to get stuck? Why are you comparing with people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ish! When you should be climbing the steps. Hey, we return in the name of Jesus. Tell somebody. <laughs> you are the solution Nigeria has been waiting for. In the name of Jesus. I mean, your family, of course, you are the solution your family has been waiting for. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are the city on the hill. You can never be covered again. The door is open. No devil can shut it. In the name of Jesus. Wearing seats with tears, you will come back with reaping joyfully in the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.